Good morning, everyone. It's good to be with you again on Wednesday morning. Um, hope you're all having a good week. Hopefully the good weather is, is continuing. Um, the, the past weekend, at least through Sunday, has been fantastic. Um, don't have a whole lot of, of, uh, of uh, announcements, uh, but I do, I do have a couple. So the first is a question has come in uh, to the website concerning the surveys uh, done uh, uh, since I've arrived. Uh, the first survey uh, has been uh, is completed. We got the information. We passed it on to the council, and that's now sitting in the council's lap. Um, and uh, of the pages and pages and pages of answers and responses that we got, that was collated down, and the council now has has the the, the condensed version of of that. Not every comment was passed on to the council. The second survey was done by the call committee, um, and that kind of went out uh, during the midst of this uh, quarantine and, and corona nonsense. Um, and so they have it. Uh, I'm not quite sure what their process is with that. As the interim pastor, I've made it very clear that I'm staying away from from the call process and, and uh, um, willing to answer any questions they may have of me. But other than that, um, I have no idea exactly how the call committee is pro uh, progressing, except I know that they are moving forward. So the second survey, uh, the responses uh, and results of that will come out when the call committee is, is ready to share them. Um, on a larger note, um, just a reminder that June 21st is the date that we are aiming for here at, at uh, Trinity to uh, have in the sanctuary um, worship again. Um, uh, plans and, and, and things are being made to make that happen. Uh, as I have already said in a couple of other formats and other places, there will be changes about, about that. Our process here is, and is to make the return to the sanctuary as safe and as, and as healthy as possible. So we're not uh, eager to rush in. Um, and uh, even though other, other uh, people or other organizations are saying we're opening this Sunday or we're going to do it sooner, we have chosen June 21st as our date. Um, we, it gives us time to, do, to make the changes and make the preparations we need to. But it also, it also uh, allows us the time um, to see what happens uh, as we, as a, as a nation, as a state, as a community, start going back out to... Um, out of our houses and into and, and stores and restaurants and wherever we need to be back to our workplaces, hopefully. Um, we have to wait and see what, what, what is going to happen. Nobody can really uh, project uh, beyond five to seven days of what's going to happen next. So uh, we, will, we are proceeding cautiously um, June 21st. Just a reminder, if you are a, an usher or a communion assistant or whatever, between now and June 21st, um, you, uh, you will be notified of, of a meeting here in the church building to talk about um, how those activities, how those um, important jobs are going to be affected by our return on June 21st and how our worship will be different in that ways. If you have never been an usher or a communion assistant or a reader or whatever, and, and um, I've always thought that maybe this is something you would like to do. This would be the perfect time 
to notify the church office that you would like to be included in in the scheduling of people who do those volunteer jobs. Um, and so there, uh, there you have it. A special note in that, um, we do know that we are going to need... Um, we are going to need sound people. We are going to need projection people um, for the uh, for the uh, late. Oh, excuse me, for the early service, uh, which we usually call the uh, traditional service. We need people to to run run those things. Um, the, at the late service, we have that schedule and those those slots filled, um, but we need those for for the early service. So, if you would like to do that, again, give Billy a call and uh, somebody from from uh, the, the 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 for the production team, for lack of a better word, is will contact you and get you up to speed and to and prepare you and teach you to do what you need to do. We promise that the first couple times that you run the uh, run the equipment and and are active uh, actively pushing the buttons during the service, you will not be alone. Somebody who is, uh, has experience will be there with you. Should there should there be any problems or should you have any questions, so think about that. Let's see. Yes, NASCAR has returned with great joy, um, at least in the Santiago family. Um, we like the idea of, of, uh, of, of uh, car racing, uh, and as, as my wife and I often refer to it, um, we like watching the cars go fast and turn left. So um, if you've never seen a NASCAR race and you're, you're starved for uh, sporting events, Check it out, particularly today um, at 6 o'clock on your Fox channel. Now that the commercial is over, um, I do have one question I want to, I want to answer. Um, and it's a good theological question. It's a good Lutheran question. And hopefully my answer uh, is a good Lutheran answer. Keep sending those, uh, those questions in. You can either send them to my email. There's a, a, a link on the um, Facebook page. Um, to uh, help you uh, send your questions in. Uh, so here's the question for today. Um, here's the person who sent it in. Here's a question I have had in the past, which makes me wonder that they not have it now. Evidently they do because they sent it to me. Here's a question I have. Infant baptism versus adult baptism when the, church, when the individual choose it to do, chooses to do it. Is it more meaningful when the individual makes the choice to get baptized? And why do Lutherans choose infant baptism? Well, I can't speak uh, at great length to whether something is meaningful or not, but I can speak uh, a little bit about why Lutherans uh, choose infant baptism. Uh, since I'm a historian, I'm going to uh, begin with a historical review. Um, the Bible in the New Testament tells us of a debate among Christians about who baptized the, who baptized who. You can read about that in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 8 to 18. In his response to that issue, St. Paul uh, teaches us that all Christian baptism is in, under, and with. And those are three very important uh, words for Lutherans, in, under, and with. A relationship with Jesus Christ. The Bible also says that both adults and children were baptized. But by the 4th or 5th century, um, there was an interesting thought and practice that because baptism brings about forgiveness of sins, which is correct, 
that a person should wait to receive baptism until, if possible, they were on their deathbed. The thought being, if you were baptized at 11 o'clock and you were dead by 12 o'clock, you would not have had a whole lot of time to sin and you would not have to spend a lot of time uh, in, in, in purgatory waiting to get into heaven. So that was the thinking um, for that practice. There, the obvious flaw to this thinking and the practice is that many people did not have the opportunity to get into their deathbed when they died. In other words, people were dying unexpectedly. We Lutherans today see that the baptism of, of uh, the seeing that the sacrament of holy baptism is a gift from God, and we have always followed their belief in God's presence and gift by bringing infants to God's life-giving gift. Baptism is a gift from God. Why would we uh, uh, withhold the gift? from from anyone. It should come as no surprise, since Martin Luther was a teacher, among other things, um, that he made it important that all young Christians be taught about the relationship God initiates in the waters and promises of their baptism. Over the century, that, that process, that Lutheran process, um, has had many different names. Today, catechism or confirmation are probably the most familiar. After the teaching, young adults were given the opportunity to stand before the body of believers and confirm their acceptance of the promises made by God and by their families when they were infants and publicly claim the responsibility for their personal relationship with God the Father Jesus, their Savior, and the Holy Spirit, their sustainer. Most importantly in all of this, Lutherans believe that holy baptism is a gift offered to us by our Creator. We understand it is God's word about the individual and keeping his word, God keeps his promise, to the baptized person. And those promises are in under and with the earthly symbol of life and new life used in baptism, the water. But, as we all know, not all Christians are baptized as infants. Some Christian churches practice what is called a believer's baptism, where baptism is not done or performed until the individual themselves make a conscious and informed decision to enter a relationship to become a follower of Jesus. In both cases, if the baptism is done in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God is present and active. So, we have differing human traditions and practices, yet all are still Christian traditions, and they lead us to many, many questions. I will focus on two. The first question we have to deal with, deal with is, what is most important about holy baptism? Is it what God is saying and doing, or what the human being is doing? Lutherans believe that it is the actions and promise of God that it is the mo that is the most important part in the sacrament of baptism. Because we believe that God is the most important 
actor or participant in baptism, we believe that it's okay to um, baptize a child, an infant, um, and let that child know that from a time before either he or she couldn't remember anything, God had made a public declaration about their importance as a human being and um, that God has publicly declared to be in relationship with them. But that then brings us to the second question. If a person has been baptized as an infant, do they need to be baptized again as an adult? Some tr Christian traditions would say yes, that only adult baptism is valid. But that puts the, per the, the, the emphasis on what the human being is doing and puts God's words, deeds, actions, and promises in a secondary role. We say no. It is what God is doing and done that is primary, always. We get that in part from Paul's teaching in the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 4, verses, uh, verses 4 and 5 and 6. Paul writes, There is one body, one spirit, and just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. So now you understand why Lutherans baptize infants. And if I can just speak briefly to the second part of the original question that was asked, is it more meaningful when the individual makes the choice to get baptized? I don't know. I know this, that as a Lutheran uh, pastor, as a Lutheran teacher, as a person who was baptized as an infant, um, I have always felt comfortable knowing that God chose me, that God made a declaration about me, and I have grown up with the thought and remember the thought that God, from the time of nearly my birth, God has publicly made a, a declaration about me. And that gives more meaning and comfort to me. But some individuals find comfort and meaning in the fact when they make a decision to be baptized as an adult. Why? I, and this is my Lutheran bias coming through what I'm about to say. Why I don't um, fully understand that, that reasoning, I do understand it a little bit. And why theologically I may disagree with it, I find comfort in, even with an adult baptism, even with the baptism of somebody who comes to Christ in their later years, that I am comforted by the fact that God meets us where we are, when we are, and that that is an important thing to remember as well. Because God is primary, because God is active in baptism, we have to trust that whenever we get to it, whenever we participate in it, God is there for us. As I said this morning, or I said Sunday morning, um, that God is constant and compassionate, um, we need to remember 
that that God um, God is God and always has been. But over the years, and I'm talking about not only the years of our life, but the years since Jesus walked the earth with us, we have learned slowly more and more and more about God and how God reveals himself to us. Um, and so um, we, need to give, we need to give ourselves a little bit of space and not look for reasons to divide us and not look for reasons to argue, but to look for reasons to celebrate. So let's not argue about baptism. Let's not get too distracted about it. Um, God is there, and it is God's gift to us. And we Lutherans share the gift with all of God's children. Thanks for the question. Um, we have more coming in, and as the weeks go on, I'll continue to answer them. Have a good week. Stay safe. Um, and when you go out and about, remain uh, careful. Continue your social distancing. Bring your mask wherever you go. You never know when you should need when you should use it. And basically, anytime you're in a building with another person, you should have a mask on. Have a good week.